0: Welcome, you are now tuned in to Real Estate Investing Women podcast. Laura and myself, Liz, are a mother-daughter team that has a combination of lifetime experience, as Laura has over 33 years of experience in the real estate investing business, but also with a modern vision and approach by myself, Liz, a newer investor of five years. Combined, we created a winning formula. We are dedicated to empowering women as they start the real estate investing journey by offering a supportive community of like-minded women, up-to-date training and strategies, and showing you how to build a real estate investing business of your dreams around your lifestyle. We are going to share with you the real deal as it comes to real estate investing. So listen in and today we will address a specific topic and answer your burning real estate investing questions. Be sure to email in your questions to be featured at questions at realestateinvestingwomen.com. Let's get started.
1: Hello and uh Welcome. Uh, Today we're going to talk about a topic that has been in a lot of real estate investors mind which is about uh, how the uh, market has been impacted as far as real estate investing is concerned from the pandemic or COVID-19. So now we talk about real estate investing is a little different than what you would think as a regular real estate. Regular real estate is where uh, you have a listing agent, uh, listing a house, selling it, putting it on the market through the MLS. That's one part of real estate. And we're not going to talk about that. We're talking actually about real estate investing. Okay? So as that is affected about wholesaling, buying hold, fix and flip properties, and so forth. So one of the things that has happened, so we're looking at the silver lining here in what has happened. Um, one of the things that has happened over the last few months because of the social distancing, because of people having to work from home, and uh, is the virtual. The virtual aspects of real estate has been becoming more prominent. Virtual way of doing business in general has been a lot more prominent. So with that said, the virtual aspect of the business has been really on the up and up, okay? The other thing is because of uh, no choice about conducting businesses virtual, people working from home and not being able to go there, connect with people and the social distancing aspect, people are more accepting of doing business this way. So when you talk with sellers or buyers, they are more accepted of doing this long distance, not being hey, having to meet you, so they don't expect you as an investor to go to the property and see the house or go there. You know, So when I talk to a seller and say, you know, I, can you take pictures and send pictures to me? Can you take a video and send a video to me? Or can you put a lockbox on the door so I can send somebody over there? It's not, you know, it's much more accepting of doing business this way. So this is one of the things I've noticed as well. Another thing that I uh, I would say is that we are going through the other end of the crisis at this point, you know. So the problem that have, uh, we're going to have repercussions. This is something that's going to go on and on. But, however, we are at the other end, meaning whatever the uncertainty of the beginning of the business that we had a, f- a few months ago was going to happen, now we are at the other end, where the problem is already Reason The people have lost jobs, uh, people have had already impacted by what is going on. So now we, are, we know how to respond to these problems, right? The economy does, um, the whole system does, real estate investing as well. So one of the things we're going to see actually, and this is something that happened in 2001 when we had the 9-11 that people were thinking that we were actually going to crash the market and then the market actually went up in 2002 by almost five percent so this is actually happening we're going to see this happening right now where the market the real estate market is actually outperforming stocks and that's gonna be even going more strong. So because people, and I personally am, am investing more money in real estate right now that I'm investing in the stocks, I kind of diverted my strategy, where before I was really perf- doing a lot of stocks as well, right now I am gonna put more money into real estate because it's much more stable and the return on the investments is going to be higher. When you have situations like this where there's time uncertainty Even Warren Buffett says, you know, these are the times that you really need to amp up your real estate investing strategy. These are the times that you should be out there buying property, either for long-term investments like buy and hold, or uh, for fix and flip. Now I'm gonna talk about those two strategies in a moment. So, as far as the long-term, yes. uh, When we are talking about real estate, especially right now, because we're gonna have repercussions here over the next few years. Think of buying something for that you're gonna hold on to for the next five to 10 years, okay? Not something that you're gonna say, okay, it's, it's a good property, but I'm gonna sell it in two or three years. No, if you buy as a rental, buy for the long term, closer to 10 years if possible, so that you can weather the ups and downs that we're gonna have in the business in the next few years, as things are gonna establish to what they call the new normal, okay? The other thing is the picks and flips because of the interest rates being so low right now, and even in the foreseeable future, they still think the interest rates are going to stay low. The other thing that you want to think about is really, um, you know, buying property. So a lot of people are thinking, okay, I've been thinking of buying a house. This is the time to buy the house, or you know, refinance or downsize or buy a bigger house. So that's what is. So the fix and flip business actually taking this property and fix them up especially at the medium income level is going to attract the conventional home buyers you know up to depending on parts of the country you're at you're at but half a million dollars or less uh, is going to be really prevalent so both houses that are fitting the middle income level criteria up to an fha loan limit or the conventional loan limit are going to be in high demand so as a flipper you do it and as a wholesaler you are providing properties for the flipper or the buy and hold, right? Or or the uh, landlord, so you're still looking for inventory (coughs) excuse me, that can be of value to these investors, either the rehabbers or the landlords. So, um, and the last thing I wanna touch uh, upon is the the fact of people thinking about foreclosure. Oh, we're going to have a lot of foreclosure. We're going to have a situation like 2007, 2008. I really don't think so. What we're going to have more, though, is bankruptcies, okay? I think that the banks this time around have been much better at working with people as far as making sure that they do, you know, forbearance agreement or give a break to people on their mortgage payments or work out some type of, way not to foreclose on people that had the need. And this is something, is a preventive way that banks have been working with people, trying not to repeat what we had in 2007, 2008. You know, Let's keep in mind that until COVID hit here in March, we were very strong. The business was doing well with real estate. The banks were loaning. So the thing is, um, it w- we were not having really problems in the economy, it's like 2001, right? We were doing well and then all of a sudden we had something happen, 9-11, same thing here. We were doing well and then all of a sudden we had a a virus, a pandemic. So the banks were well, well funded when this happened. The banks were okay, the mortgages were doing fine, the foreclosures were really, really low rate. So they tried, they didn't have the collapse of 2007, 2008 with the housing crisis, so the bank were in a position to come in and actually work something out to the borrower instead of trying to foreclose on them because the market collapsed. So it's a much different scenario. However, we are going to see more bankruptcies because you know people they have lost jobs and they're trying to juggle all their bills with not enough income. You know uh, they always say that the priority should always be on your mortgage, right? Most people. F- pay their mortgage first, then they make their car payment, and then the credit cards and everything else kind of fall behind it. So usually when somebody gets to the point of being foreclosed, they already defaulted on their credit cards and probably got cars repossessed and, and the, the foreclosure is the last thing. So with that in mind, uh, people are gonna file bankruptcies in order to save their house, to save a lot of the cars, and you know, doing chapter 13 where they actually have reorganization instead of uh, losing everything. So and this is my um, take on uh, this is my take on what is going on with real estate and uh, I always tend to I don't let myself being caught in the negativity of the situations. It's all a matter of perceptions. You can take a situation that you know is bad or negative on the outside and see, as a business owner, as a real estate investor, how you can actually position yourself and work that to your advantage. And that's what a real survivor is in this business. This is where you're gonna thrive in this business, is that I've been in this business long enough, for over 30 years, where I've been through recessions, I've been through downturns in the economy, I've been through big changes in way to do business. And so I am very much used to having to um, change the way I approach business. You know, I have a, a placemat on my table in the morning, you know, and it says that and I read this every day, you know, when the wind changes, you adjust your sales. And this is what we're doing right now. The environment in your real estate has changed. We just have to adjust your sales. You're not gonna quit the business. This is the right time to be in the business. This is the time that you should position yourself and flourish because the weak are gonna drop out. The people that don't have the skills and the right mindset are gonna drop out. And the people that stay in this business and position and understand really what's going on out there are the ones that are gonna really benefit and flourish. Because trust me, even Barbara Cochran from Shark Tank, one of our quotes she says that I love is that real estate is one of those businesses that when it comes back, it goes gangbusters. And this is what it is. And real estate really not, has not gone bad over the last few months, but it's getting better and better. Like I said, it's even overtaking the real estate, uh, the stock market, and this is where uh, things are happening here. So just adjust your sales, don't give up the race. Real estate is really strong, you just have to see what opportunities in the market you can create for yourself. So hopefully this was helpful, this was my take on it. Uh, don't forget to check um, our website and uh, for more information and training and uh, different things we have free ebooks that you can download as well as far as giving you seven steps on really getting your business going and I love to bring this information to you. Take care.